Now that heart is beating fast And that's the rhythm I can dance to I'm mighty glad I've got a chance to That one big heart that's beating fast Tomorrow morning let it rain Tomorrow morning let it pour Tonight we're in the groove together Ain't gonna worry about Stormy weather Gonna kick all trouble Out the door Beat out old trouble and drum Beat out old trouble and drum Beat out old trouble and drum And kick all trouble out the door Beat me that rhythm on the drum Welcome to Radical Australian Community Radio 3CR, streaming live on 3cr.org.au. This program is podcast. Yes, smooth Joe Toscano and another smooth guest, Mr. Michael Toy. How art thou? I am good. And how are you, Joe? Well, I'm here, which is always at my age is a positive. Now, look, it's a very simple interview. I know nothing about you. You know nothing about me, which makes it a... We were a perfect couple. We've just met on the net. And I'm just going to ask you just a few questions. And you're going to tell us all about yourself. Sounds great. Glad I swiped right. Oh, excellent. Now, I've got to ask one question because our listeners, you know, we've got listeners ranging in age from about 99 to about 94. It's more of an LG cohort. <laughs> and they like to know what year you were born. What year? 1990. 90, yeah. How could you be as audacious enough to come on this program? How could you have a life? You're only born in 1990. Oh, I know. I could no, be your grandfather, not. I reckon. <laughs> well, your father. I don't know about your grandfather. 1990. 1990, yeah. Really? Yeah. And when did that happen? Where? Uh, McAllen, Texas, on the border between Texas and Mexico. It's this little town on the Rio Grande River. McAllen. Are you my hero? I used to watch those old Western movies. Yeah. And I used to cheer when the Mexicans were shot. <laughs> yeah, so did I. So did I. So did you? It's all in my past. Yep. Have you ever looked at yourself in the mirror? <laughs> Well, so it's funny, right? So I grew up in Houston, in Texas, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, just the assumption that anyone who's not white is Hispanic. Mm. And so if you look at my birth certificate, mm. the original copy, you can see from my father's ethnicity or race or whatever, they wrote Hispanic and then had to do white out. And then oh, write, yeah. uh, I think it was, I don't remember if it was yellow or Chinese. I don't remember what they're writing. They wrote point, yellow. Something like, I like that. that. Yeah. 1990, yeah, they wrote yeah, yellow. Yeah. I like that. That's his ethnicity. Right, right. Yellow. All right. And what did they write about your poor mum? Uh, they got her, I think, you know. And they got yeah. her right, Yeah, they? they got her right, yeah. yeah. Right, yeah, all right. So, that's amazing. 1990, that's, you're only, what, 29? 29, yeah. That's extraordinary. <laughs> oh, well, at least at least you're not going to be atherosclerotic like most of our guests. They can't remember about their past. That's the problem when you interview old people. They get confused and they make it up. So, <laughs> you've got no choice but to tell us the truth. You realise that, Michael? That's it, yeah, yeah. Toy, is that T-O-Y? T-O-Y, yep. T-O-Y. 
All right, I'll have to ask you some questions about that, which aren't very pleasant, but that doesn't matter. So what's the first thing you remember about being on planet Earth? Oh, man, the very first thing has got to be church. Growing church. up in Texas, you know, uh-huh. you just go uh-huh. to church three times a week, Sunday yeah, morning, Sunday yeah, night, yeah. Wednesday night, and that was... Three times a week? Yeah, yeah, that was just my life. What, what, what denomination is this? Southern Baptist. Southern Baptist? Yeah, wow. everyone in Texas is Southern Baptist. I have never yeah. met a Southern Baptist Haven't gentleman. You? I am, although I've seen many of you on TV, <laughs> a Southern Baptist. Now, so your parents still alive? My parents are still alive and still going to Southern Baptist Church. Yeah. In Texas. In Texas. In Houston. In Houston. Yeah. You know, you know, you know what have you ever been to South Korea? Have you ever been to Seoul? No, I haven't. I haven't. Well, I was a bit thrown when I first went to Seoul about 30 years ago. Because I got off the plane. It was dark. I got outside, got a bus, which is about 50 k's away. And all I could see was crosses. Crosses everywhere. Mm. There were just so many Southern Baptist type fundamentalists in South Korea. It is just amazing. Oh, oh no! So the South South Koreans, they're all Presbyterian, which is the mortal enemy of the Southern Baptists. Still they're Presbyterian. Still, yeah, yeah, yeah. Presbyterian. But yeah. you do worship the same cross. The there. same cross. The same cross. Right, yeah, right. But yeah. you know, unless unless you're actually Southern Baptist, same convention and everything. Really, really same church. You know, same you're, church. You're, you're the mortal enemy. Yeah, so so yeah. what? You're a split off the Presbyterians, are you? Uh, oh,ก็จะเป็นอะไรอย่างเงี้ยฮิสตอรี่ไวส์เงี้ยเงี้ยเงี้ยเงี้ยเงี้ยเงี้ยเงี้ยเงี้ยเงี้ยเงี้ย
So I assume that means he's got some Asian connection, doesn't it? Yeah, all my parents are from China. They're from China. Grandparents, yep, yep. And Your grandparents. Yeah, my parents were uh, born in Houston and then Los Angeles. Um, um, yeah. they, they were Chinese. All Chinese. So where did they come across? Oh, so let's see. Sometime right before World War Two. Before World before War Two. Before World War Two. Yeah. Were they confused with the Japanese and interned? Did you know? <laughs> no, they weren't. They, they weren't. weren't um, right. So yeah, my grand my grandfather on my mom's side, um, yeah. he was uh, seventeen when he enlisted in the in the U.S. military. He lied about his age, right. um, and you know he went up to get enrolled, basically to get out of. Uh, you know, doing restaurant work with his dad. Um, and uh, they were like, you know, you're, you're not 18 and, or you're not uh, a U.S. No. citizen. So, you know, you don't have to do this. But he yeah. was like, no, I, I got to get I out gotta, of here. I got to get out yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, he, was, yeah. he served in World War II. And, so, do you know where yeah. he, I assume grandfather's no longer alive? Uh, no, he's still alive, yeah. 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 Oh, did he have any stories about World War II? Uh, yeah. Well, so he was stationed in Puerto Rico as a radio operator. Right. Um, you know, Asians and their elect- affinity for electronics. Ah, uh, um, yeah, all right. Yeah. Even then, right? <laughs> right. So it fits the stereotype nicely yeah, from yeah, restaurant yeah. to electronics. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Now most of his stories are um, more or less shenanigans, and you know, uh-huh. Puerto Rico. So he actually um, wasn't bombed or no, no. People. Thank goodness. Yeah, he didn't yeah. kill people. Either, no, no. Was he a Southern Baptist? Um, he wasn't then, mm. um, but then once he moved to Houston, he became one. Yeah. Was it love? Because usually you change your religion because you've got to get married to somebody. That's what usually happens. Um, yeah, I don't know how he got connected to that church. But, yeah, I mean, his his wife is also Southern Baptist. And yeah. they were, like, founding members of the Chinese Baptist Church in Houston. Founding members of yeah, the Chinese the founding Baptist. Members. Yeah. So you actually, it was, it's even worse. You went to a... Chinese branch of the Southern Baptist Church, did you? So my grandparents did, yeah. My, yeah, yeah. my parents raised us in a... a Pretty multicultural Baptist church um, mm. that was in our neighborhood. Mm. And what 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 that was your primary first language at home? Ah, uh, English. Yeah. English. So my parents grew up in the sixties, and right. the wisdom of the day was don't speak any Chinese at home, only That's speak right. English, mm. and that mm. way your kids will grow up to be good Americans. Right. Right. Yeah. And my dad, he he still struggled. He was in remedial reading, I think, for quite a few years in primary right. school. Right. Um, but he made it, yeah. He made it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he can read now. He can read. Well, well obviously, he was a, what is he, Mandarin or Cantonese speaker? Cantonese, yeah, yeah. Cantonese. Yeah. Well, most of, most of the Chinese are left to Cantonese, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Because if you lived in northern China, you wouldn't bother leaving, would you? That's right. Or you'd go to Russia <laughs> or Korea. All right, let, let's get back. All right. Let's not make fun of this because obviously this is, this is people's lives. So it, it is strange, isn't it? I remember... Um, about six months ago, I was seeing a patient of mine who's Chinese Singapore, and he's in his early 80s of doing a home visit. And he says, do you mind, my friends are coming in for, in a few minutes, do you mind if they sit at the table and have tea? And I said, yeah, that's fine, because we've finished the consultation. I sat down, and these elderly Chinese folk turned up, and they started praying. They, were, they could have been Southern Baptists. They were some type Likely, of yeah. Christian sect, you know, some Protestant Christian sect, and I'm sitting there, and they said, oh, what's your religion? I said, I'm an atheist. And they said, oh. <laughs> and then they started praying for me. It was a real problem. <laughs> but uh, it's interesting. So preschool, you said, was it was it a mix? Do you remember much about it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's see. It was 
Miss Terry was my preschool Ms. teacher. Miss Terry, that yeah, sounds yeah, which good. Which is my mom's name, which is easy to remember. Uh, and um, she was a Southern Baptist. She was also a Southern Baptist. <laughs> right. You know, every everyone he's is a Southern Baptist. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. Miss 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 Terry. Miss Terry. And yeah. did, did you um, graduate to primary school? Graduated primary school. Now, don't yeah. tell me it was a Southern Baptist primary school. It was a public primary school, was it? I, I got to tell you, I was homeschooled all the you way through. You were homeschooled. So it was Southern Baptist, yeah. Was this normal to be homeschooled? In Texas, it's uh, there's a huge homeschool community, yeah. Mm. Um, well, you don't trust the government or something? Uh, yeah, I think Texas <laughs> has a reputation for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, so Texas treats homeschoolers like... It would any private school, uh-huh. and so there's virtually no oversight. Um, so no oversight. Of, yeah, zero oversight, which is uh, proved disastrous for some people. But um, uh, but obviously you're a smart lad, and it didn't prove disastrous for you. Oh, yet to be seen, yet to be seen. Yet to be seen. <laughs> so homeschool. Did you have brothers and sisters? I do, yeah. I've got an older brother and two little sisters. And they were homeschooled too? All of us, yeah, all the way. So what, the four of you are in the, the same room at some stage? Yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah, for years. And what is it? Well, how about... And what, you kind of mixed with other Southern Baptists at church? No wonder you went to church three times a week. You needed to do something. Right, right, right. Yeah, so, yeah, because there's such a big homeschool community, we'd have co-ops where we'd go to classes with other homeschool kids, and mm. uh, we had a sports team. We would play the other what? private schools in the area. A and... homeschool sports yeah, team? Yeah, yeah, the HCYA Eagles. That's the baseball H-C-Y-A team I played for. Eagles, a homeschool. Homeschool Christian Youth Association. I mean, you understand why... Texans think the way they think. <laughs> I'm beginning to slowly understand. All right. Okay. So what do homeschoolers do for social interaction about playing baseball with other homeschoolers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's, well, there's church, obviously, right? And well, then, I know that. You're going three yeah, times so a week. you're going three yeah. times to church. Um, uh, other homeschoolers. Um, uh, and then most of us just end up really, really awkward. What do you mean awkward? Oh, you know, just like can't can't quite interact with people in real life, and you're kidding. <laughs> you're talking to me. <laughs> you're suggesting oh, I'm not a person. Man. Well, you could be right. Yeah, no, no, it's. Uh, right. How long were you homeschooled for? All the way, all the way, first what? grade through twelfth grade. Yeah, at home. Yeah, we only get twelfth grades in the states. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, at yeah. home. At home, yeah, yeah. I'm amazed. Yeah, I'm, I'm amazed. And so who did you mix with during these 12 years? Southern Baptists. Southern Baptists, <laughs> all exclusively, you know. And if yeah. they weren't Southern Baptists when we met them, they were when we graduated high school. Right. Um, and I assume the Southern Baptists, they were kind of a um, what um, multiracial type of uh, church, being on the border with uh, Texas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Primarily um, white and Hispanic, a few, uh, a few black people. Mm. Um, the black people have the Missionary Baptist Church, and that's their thing. Excuse me, they have it, their own church. They have their own church. Yeah, it's called Missionary Baptist. Do they actually sing and dance, unlike you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah so yeah, they they're yeah. the Missionary Baptist Church. They sing and dance, but you're the Southern Baptists, and exactly. you don't sing and dance. Right, right. So the history of the Southern Baptist right. Church, going way back to um, oh I don't know, eighteen sixty. Mm. So there was one Baptist church, and then mm. when the Civil War happened, yep. the South decided we want to keep slaves, and we think the Bible supports this, and so that's how the Southern Baptist Church was born so uh, very pretty legacy there it is a slave owning society yeah, right right yeah. so that's why your parents weren't thinking of selling you at any stage did they when you misbehave they say <laughs> we're going to sell you into slavery did anything like that happen? oh no 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 no, no, no. no. We're, we're going, yeah know, well they threatened not to take you to church that, oh yeah that yeah punishment. that was punishment yeah, yeah. yeah. If we didn't do like our math 
math homework. We'd get like grounded and we couldn't go to church and see our friends and worship Jesus. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, look, look, I'm beginning, I'm beginning to understand why. You know, the Gropers president, that's the way it goes. (laughs) I can understand completely. All right, okay. Did you find during these 12 years that you kind of excelled at anything academically? Well, I really liked math. You know, Mm. you can tell the... That Asian heritage well, is coming you, you, through. You fitting the stereotype. Yeah, That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I wasn't particularly great at it, but I right. really liked it. Right. Um, and I guess I was I was better than than most people. I, I would say at mm. math, but um, well, there wasn't much competition, much was there? Or did, no, you, yeah. or did you? Or did you have homeschooling we, maths competitions? We had homeschool math competitions. You know, <sighs> yeah, we homeschool spelling bees, and right, right. the winner of the homeschool spelling bee would go on to compete with the real schools. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, and so, so in oh, I don't know, year seven, I was the winner of the homeschool spelling bee, and right. so I went on to uh, battle these other public and private school kids. And what was that like? Was this the first time you'd actually had so much interaction? Do you think? Oh uh, no, nah, I mean, nah. you know, half of our friends were in public and private schools. You're kidding! Um, you were allowed to. Talk to them. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, in our church, only about maybe half of us were homeschooled, and the rest were public, private school. But still, church people. But still, church people. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. So it wasn't. You didn't have to be homeschooled to be Southern Baptist. No. no but it no, helped. No, no. It. Oh, definitely, definitely. Right, yeah. Right. Right. Was there any um, kind of inkling of rebellion in you as you were doing all this homeschooling? Did you think there was something else to life? You know, at the time. At the time in primary and intermediate school mm. or middle school, I guess, mm. uh, no, you know, we were just kind of going along with the flow. And then once we reached high school, we started to think, wait, you know, this is mm. <laughs> maybe more to, to life. more to the world. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to ask some really basic, stupid questions. Sure, you know, yeah. right? Did you kind of travel everywhere in a van? Uh, like my family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oh, great. Oh, oh, I like this. Yeah, yeah. yeah we yeah. had the uh, Toyota uh, yeah, van. Yeah. Uh, or the Honda van. Honda, Honda van. van. There were yeah, four of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah so yeah. then we would drive uh, drive all over, you know. Yeah. Did you have any stickers on the car? Like no, 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 no. We didn't have any stickers. or We didn't even have like that little Jesus fish thing. Nothing. Um, no, nothing. No. Nothing. Yeah, but we had all the Christian t-shirts. Yeah. Uh, can you tell us, can you tell us about your collection? Oh, yeah. So so I don't know if you know anything about the Christian T-shirts. I haven't oh, look, seen I, very many I, I was baptized and confirmed, and, and, and <laughs> I became an atheist at 16, so I understand. <laughs> Go on. Uh, but, but the whole Christian brand is to find something that's popular in the culture and then rip it off. Um, really? Just steal it. Yeah, just steal, steal it and it. then throw in Jesus, you know? Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. So I think... What, do you have Jesus soap? Well, so so you have, you know, like Ford is built Ford Tough, right? Right. The, the Ford car. Tough. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So you have like this picture on your T-shirt of a Ford truck and it Ugh. says built Lord Tough and then has like Jesus praying in the truck or something. <laughs> um, or, or, you know, you have uh, like to respect 2003 you. Yeah. Return of the King came out, the big yeah, uh, yeah, New yeah. Zealand movie. Yeah. Um, and I think I had a shirt that said return of the king of kings ah, and it had you know nice. like a thing of jesus very coming nice. down from heaven right. so yeah yeah oh, it's a whole industry so what happens after grade 12 yeah so grade 12 <laughs> <laughs> so um i mean you become a priest oh, we'll yeah yeah yeah, yeah so, so, so i, so I go work at starbucks coffee company i think you have a couple of starbucks and yeah, i've Denver, never been huh? in one I, I, yeah, I've, yeah. I've, I've got i've got standards but i can understand <laughs> I can understand. You went to Starbucks. Right, right. You know, 2006, like this is like the – 2007, this is the, the pinnacle of coffee culture in the U.S., you know. Starbucks. Uh, Starbucks, yeah, yeah. Really? You, uh, you don't get plastic espresso Plastic caps or that. paper caps? Oh, paper – well, both I think at that point. Both. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So what did your parents think about 
home educating you for 12 years, then you go to Starbucks? Uh, well, you know, I don't know. I never really asked them. But, but the Well, list- you found this job yourself. I did, yeah. What? I walked around with my resume and or drove around and what resume? Homeschool for twelve eight years or exactly. something. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was years. like homeschooled and yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. ready to work, ready to start producing and uh-huh, uh-huh. being a cog in the capitalist machine. Yeah, you're ready. Yeah. You you still believed at this stage. Yeah, yeah. At this stage I was still a believer. Yeah. You did uh in the whole mm-hmm. Southern Baptist thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um so yeah, so I worked at Starbucks for Six months um, after I graduated, and then that what was. You, what do you mean you graduate? How can you graduate from home school? Oh, they have a whole graduation ceremony. It's a whole thing. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? There's maybe oh, I don't know, a couple hundred of us in our like homeschoolers. Yeah, yeah homeschoolers. And you say, who are you? Oh, I remember you from, yeah, from exactly. the baseball right, team. Right, type right. Of yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Or, yeah. or math class, you know. Or what you got? The gown and the little yeah, board on your head. Exactly. Do you throw it up in the air? We threw it up in the air. You know, we moved it to one side. The whole yeah, deal. The whole yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah. I think there was cake. Uh-huh. Um, Cake, ooh, yeah, I like that. Yeah. No alcohol. Oh, obviously not. No, <laughs> no, no, yeah, no. God forbid. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so I, so I worked at Starbucks for six months, saved some money, um, and all of this money was saved up to go to Brazil to be a missionary um, with some uh, family friends in Rio de Janeiro. Uh-huh. So that You're was 18. the journey. Yeah. Was this the Southern Baptist Church? You had to do some missionary work? No, no, this was just going above and beyond. Um, How come you were... So pious? Oh, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, above just, and beyond. So it wasn't like the Mormons you had to go out no, for two no, years no, 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 and knock no, no. on doors. That wasn't right. your thing. Right, right, right. No. You did this off your own back. Yeah. Was this yep. like your grandfather escaping from the restaurant and joining the army? I reckon it was something like that. Yeah, but I mean, at that point, you know, like sixteen, seventeen-year-old Michael firmly believed if someone doesn't accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, they're going to hell. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. and. If I really believe that, I need to do everything I can in my power to make sure people don't go to hell. Mm. So all those indigenous people who've never been introduced to God, that was your goal, was it, to, to go to Brazil? Or? Uh, yeah, it wasn't the indigenous people so much as just the people who had lapsed into the cultural, worldly culture of so, sin. So as Israel Falou said, you know, I was looking at the list of people that were going to go to hell and I thought this is a typical <laughs> biblical list. Adulterers, me. Uh, you know, what else? Liar, me. Fornicator, me. Atheist, me. You believed all that. Yeah, and, and I you're laughed. forgetting the homosexuals. Yeah, and the homosexuals too. They have yeah. no part of the kingdom of God. And I hold up, hold up that sign with that exact list yeah, 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 uh, yeah, at yeah. the Rio de Janeiro Pride Festivals. And um, oh, it was atrocious. It was atrocious. It was. Well, hang on, hang on. Let's go back. One yeah, step. yeah. So you made it to Rio de Janeiro. Yeah, yeah. You arrived. I arrived. All right. Did you fly in? Yeah, I flew in. Yeah. All right. You've never been out of Texas. I've been out of Texas, yeah, but, Before not, but not, not out of the U.S. Yeah. Never out of the U.S. Yeah. You fly in, the doors open, you go out. What do you think? What's the first thing that comes into your mind as you leave the airport? Oh, I think I need to learn Portuguese. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like that, Michael. You're a very, very practical... Well, you were a practical man at that stage. Obviously, you're not. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here now. <laughs> so you've got to learn... Nothing caught your eye? You know, the religiosity of the people or the, the hedonistic ways? So, you know, where did you Come on, man. Oh, man, the, the, yeah. the, 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 the beautiful bodies of the young... Well, you know, you know, there's bubbles everywhere, right? There's you bubbles. Know, oh, bubbles right. everywhere. Yeah. You know, living with a missionary family, you're, you're in a pretty... 
so hardened bubble. Yeah. You were living in a missionary family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, how yeah. did you find these people? Uh they were friends of my parents from oh, I don't know, from the eighties, I guess. From yeah, the my 80s, parents yeah. knew them for ages. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. And did they have any children? They have two kids, yeah, the two uh Brazilian kids that they've adopted. Oh, they've adopted two Brazilian yep. kids. Yep. All right. Well they seem to be decent human beings. Yeah, yeah, I mean all people. people. People like that are always decent. That's the problem. <laughs> They've got to deal with people like me who is not decent, but they're decent human beings. So did you have your own room? I did, yeah. Yep, yeah. I had my own room. Which part of Rio de Janeiro were you in? Uh, it's called Niteroi. So mm. there's the city, right? And then there's that big bay with the big bridge across of it and that little, I guess it's not so little, it's a huge uh-huh. suburb. Uh, mm-hmm. Niteroi is where I was staying. Niteroi. Beautiful beaches. Beautiful beaches. Yeah. But you didn't go down. You didn't want to look at the naked flesh. Oh, did no, you? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, you, you didn't, got, you you didn't gotta, go to look at the naked yeah, flesh. Not, not the naked the flesh, flesh, no, but the naked, naked nature. You know? The you naked gotta, nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. you got to go okay. and appreciate the nature. All right. So what does a mission, an 18-year-old missionary do in Rio de Janeiro? Oh man, a lot of hanging out with hanging students, out. you know, students. and trying to build relationships, and then and then once you become friends, and you like throw that four spiritual laws tract in their face. And were you, were you were you at university or something? Yeah. Uh, I was, yeah, I was hanging out at universities and also pri- uh, secondary schools. But but you were just hanging out, or you were a student? No, I wasn't a student at that point. I was in between uh, high school or secondary school and. So this is this is your gap year. Yeah, this is my gap year. You're hanging yeah. out. Yeah. Praising the Lord. Exactly, exactly. With other people. Mm, yeah. What did people do when you gave them these tracks? Did they kind of <laughs> kind of cross their fingers <laughs> like I am? And uh, Well, you know, was... most people, I think, uh, were polite. You know, yeah. no one no one spat in my face, which uh-huh. is um, very positive. kind of people. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I reckon maybe... No one, no one really like bought it because you know I was a little bit disappointed coming out of it because no one like said the sinner's prayer and like got saved or anything by the end of this, um, which I was I think pretty happy with, pretty okay yeah, with, you yeah. know. Um, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna ask you something, yeah, exceptionally serious because this is a serious question because a lot of people have a lot of difficulty understanding how a fundamentalist, an Islamic fundamentalist, can blow themselves up and think they're doing the word of God. Do you think at 18 you would have been capable of something like that because of your uh, the bubble you were in? Oh, man. I know, I know it's oh, a yeah. good question. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a good question, though. Um, because we need to understand why people do things. And here's the, here's the thing. Mm. Um, at that point in my life, I wouldn't have taken the life of anyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do acknowledge... Um, that I did a lot of harm to a lot of people. Um, even have, just yeah. holding up that sign, right, that says no. homosexuals have no place in the kingdom of God. Right. Like that's that's that monstrous. Was the, that was the gay pride march. Right, yeah. In Rio de Janeiro. Yeah. And, there's, and there were other people around you. Right, How right. many of you were? There's a whole tribe of you where they're holding up signs. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. and the megaphone and the whole street preaching thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and what did what did the gay um, kind of activists think as they marched past? Oh, they were the best. They were the nicest people. And that's one of the things. They blew you kisses, did they? Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, so nice. You know, they'd come yeah. up and flirt a little bit and I'd be like, okay, yeah. well, this is flattering, you know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, kind of show some real love. <laughs> right, right, right. All <laughs> yeah, right, okay. So, so how long did this last, this phase of your life? Um, oh, let's see. Well, let's see. When I finished my missionary tenure, I went on to university. 
Um, it was an evangelical university, very, very conservative. In Rio de Janeiro? Uh, no, in Chicago. Okay, okay, all right, let's yeah, go. So how Chicago long were you in, in? In Rio, I was in Rio for uh, a semester. Did, yeah. that, did that kind of uh, throw you, that semester? Because the first time you met at home, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, not really. I mean, because no. everything was so similar, right? You know, the belief system, the worldview, right, okay. all of that. All right. um, so you go to Chicago. Yeah. And, 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 did you go to seminary in Chicago? Or just uh, so I went to uni, 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 uni in Chicago. What, right. did, you, what did you do? Uh, I studied computer science and media oh, studies, so communication. Fitting that stereotype. I know, you? I know. Yeah, yeah. I so know. I dropped out of computer science to go study theology, but well, that how, wasn't how long, how long did, you, did you hang out in the computer studies? Two years. Two, two years. years. So yeah. halfway through your course, you just dropped out? Yeah, yeah. So what I got did, a minor in computer science. What did your parents think about this? Oh, they didn't mind, I don't think. Yeah, you know. No, they were it's like, off well, our hands, you know. Yeah. We've yeah, done yeah. our bit. Right, right. So how are you supporting yourself? Now. Now then. Oh, then. Oh, yeah. Uh, just working a million jobs. You know, my parents paid for a lot of college, but um, it was still working at Starbucks. I was working doing audio stuff, audio video stuff right, at the right, school on the Annie, right. um, mm. doing tours. Yeah, mm. just, just a little bit of everything. All right. Look, it's 4.30. This is Radical Australia Community Radio 3CR. I'm chatting to, not interviewing Michael Toy. He's been a very, very decent uh, human being. He's opened up. I don't know why he's opened up, but he has opened <laughs> up. We do have that capacity sometimes to get people to say things they don't want to say, but that doesn't matter. But I think I think it's look. I'm really pleased you're here, Michael, because sometimes some interviews can be particularly tedious, and I can assure you this is not in a tedious interview. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. All right. So, so people talk about a calling. Mm. So you got a calling to become a minister, did you? No. So no, you didn't so, get a calling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's the thing, right? So like, uh, I think as soon as I figure out what a calling is, mm. then I'll be able to say whether or not um, I've experienced the calling. But so far, I have no um, caller, mm. uh, so I'm unordained. Um, unordained. Unordained. You dropped out of the. School. So no, I made it. I made it through. Yeah, yeah. I made uh, it through the whole preschool, but I just decided, you know, how many, how many years did you do? Three years. Three years. Yeah. And again, your faith was. Rock solid at that stage. <laughs> oh, you start to question things. Yeah, no, question a lot of things, changed a lot of things. Why yeah. is that? Because you're in Chicago. So yeah, so Chicago was my undergrad. I studied communication, and mm. then I went on to Jersey, New Jersey, right. Jersey Shore to study uh, theology. A theology. Yeah. What was that long? Oh man! What, so that's what I thought you had said about priest school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's yeah, where they yeah, take all of your Baptist, beliefs, yeah. right? Yeah, and then they throw it in the shredder, shredder, and yeah. uh, just it just becomes a jumbled mess, and you don't know what you believe anymore. So they actually destroyed you. They destroyed your beliefs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. In the best of ways. Mm-hmm. The best of ways. Yeah, and I was lucky, very, very lucky to have good mentors mm-hmm. who are able to help piece some of that back together. Right later on. Yeah. So. At the end of the three years, what did you do? Oh, so I took a job as a minister at a uh, lay minister at right. a church in Connecticut. Oh, you're going through the states pretty quickly. I know, yeah, Texas, yeah. Uh, yeah. Illinois, yeah. East New Jersey, Coast, yeah. East Coast, yeah, East Coast, yeah, East yeah. Coast, East Coast. And you still were solid in your belief. Oh, yeah, more or less, you know. What do you mean more or less? I think, you know, not a day goes by when you have to wonder and say, like, is this all real or is this all fake? And um, one of my favorite students that, um, you know, I, I... we met probably every week for two years, and at the end of it, he was like, so, Michael, do you believe in God? I'm like, 
what, what do you think I'm doing here? You know. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I interviewed yeah. a, I interviewed a um, minister here. He's been a, he's been a minister of the Unitarian Church mm. in Melbourne for a long time. And I did ask him whether he believed in God. And at the end of it, he said, no. Nah. <laughs> Fair, yeah. Well, he didn't yeah. believe in God, but he yeah. did believe in seeking the truth and serving humanity, which was there, you know, which he based his life on those those principles. There you go, yeah. All right. So um, how old were you in your first ministry, lay ministry? I was there for three years. So how old yeah. were you? Uh Let's see, 25 through 28. To 28. So yeah. you're pretty mature now. You should able to tell the difference between fairy stories and reality. You? <laughs> you would think. You would think, right? Well, maybe. You, uh, know, you would think. No? Yeah. No, and one of the great things, too, about um, going to uh, priest school, mm. um, we learned how to read the Bible. Mm. Um, and you look at some of those stories and you're like, look, mm. um, all the archaeological evidence says a certain thing. Mm. The Bible says something different. Mm. What does that mean? Right. Um, can we reconcile that? Do we have to throw the whole thing out? Mm. Mm. Um, and I think the answer is no. You know, the stories are there to teach us something. Um, they don't lose all their value just because no. they're scientifically or historically inaccurate. Mm. Mm. Um, so you yeah. don't believe in a literal translation of the Bible? Oh, no, oh, no. But I grew up learning that, you know? Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. The whole, like, apologetics of why the earth is only 7,000 years old, 6,000 years old, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I like, I, the only story I like in the Old Testament is about Lot's wife. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the bit where he threw out the uh, slaves to be sodomized while mm. the family escaped. I, I like that bit in the Bible, but that's me. No, it was, it was his daughters, yeah. His no, daughters. no, did he throw out his daughters? Was, he offered to throw out his daughters, yeah. But didn't he throw out his servants eventually? Yeah, eventually, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah he didn't yeah, throw yeah. out his daughters. Yeah. That was just a ruse. Right, right. Yeah, right. it was just yeah, a ruse. Yeah, yeah I, thought, I mean, I have read the Bible, you know, and the Koran <laughs> and the Torah, yeah. you name it, I read it. I was, I've been looking. I've been looking for a long time. We'll get nowhere. Maybe you could help me out later on after the program. <laughs> maybe, maybe you could bless me, Father. Now... 28, minister, doubts. I'm sorry? Doubts. Doubts, yeah, yeah, every day. Every day. Yeah, and that's part of it, I think. Mm. So you're still a minister? Uh, no, no, I'm not working at a church anymore. No. no. All right. When did you decide to leave the church? So, let's see. I guess summer of 2008. Mm-hmm. 2018. Um, 2018. 2018, yeah. Oh, we got, I was, we got uh, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so just last year, I was, um, you know, just decided it was time for something new, time for something, mm. something else. Mm. Right. What, what made you decide it was time for something else? Well, in 2016, November 2016, when Mr. Trump got elected, that was a big wake-up call for, I think, a lot of people, um, a lot of people my age. And um, I thought, at at the time, I had um, agreed to go move to Scotland to go do a Uh, PhD there. You just used the S word. How could you agree to go to Scotland? <laughs> What's going on here? Oh, oh man. It's the home of the Presbyterians, isn't it? Scotland? It is the home of the Presbyterians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, my... Those Dow Scottish Presbyterians. <laughs> right. You were going to move to Scotland? Scotland, yeah. So, so well, did you have a job? I had a PhD lined up. Right. So, uh, as I said, I studied media studies yeah, uh, in yeah. undergrad and theology in graduate yeah, school, yeah, and there are yeah, about maybe yeah. five people who do that in the yeah, world yeah, who combine yeah. those two, and two of them are in Scotland. So I was going to go study with one of them there. 
Um, but then Mr. Trump got elected, and I, so I figured what? out. Well, how's that going to affect your personal life? Yeah, right, right. Um, mean, it's just, it's just. A, I mean, it's the type of thing you're doing. They did win Texas, didn't they? They did win Texas. Yeah, yeah. well, there yeah. you are. Say Trump won in Texas. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so why did it affect you so much in 2000? You're a young man. You're nearly, you know, you're nearly 30. You've got great experiences in life. You've had a sheltered life, and all of a sudden. You know, the saviour gets elected as president. What's the problem? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh, man. So, yeah, so 2016, Trump gets elected. Um, at the time, I'm working at a church, and um, they're doing some really cool things. Mm. Um, and being part of that leadership team was really exciting. We were hosting vigils um, for the refugees. We were busing Excuse people. me, excuse me, excuse me. What's going on here? You're from Southern California. You're from the bloody border. <laughs> you know that refugees are a threat. They're going to swamp the US. Oh, yeah. We used to have the yellow hordes. Luckily, your parents went to the United States. So what's this about helping refugees? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so in seminary, mm. priest school, mm. um, I, I guess had an awakening, and that's when I became Anglican. That's when I became Episcopalian. And uh, the motto of the Episcopal Church is um, the Episcopal Church welcomes you. Period. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what you believe. It doesn't matter what your race, your ethnicity, your gender, your sexual orientation. <sighs> Sounds like You're a bloody a split off the Unitarian Church. Yeah, but we still believe in God. You do believe in God. <laughs> you do have a cross. That's yeah. right. That's yeah, right. There is yeah. a difference. You just don't yeah. serve humanity and seek the truth. <laughs> exactly. yeah. You serve humanity, seek the truth, and believe in God. Exactly, right? And right. if you know, if but, you... but do, you, do you believe in the Holy Trinity? Oh, yeah, yeah. God as the much Father, can, God right? the Son, and... And God the Holy so Spirit. God, you do believe. Yeah, yeah. As an Episcopalian. As an Episcopalian, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Right. Now, you, you may find this hard to believe, Michael. We do have listeners occasionally <laughs> listen, listen to Radical Australian. Somebody's actually sent us a question. That's ah. why I was trying to fish in my <laughs> pockets looking for my glasses. Now, I don't know what this has got because I think these blokes are dead. University of Chicago. This is Troy from Pasco Vale, I assume. What can the guest recall, please, about Milton Friedman and Jeffrey Sachs? If nothing, that's okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. I didn't go to University of Chicago, which is a real school. All right. Uh, I went to Wheaton College, which is a school in the suburbs. Right. Um, right. It's a great school. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's not University of Chicago. Not University um, of Chicago. Yeah, so yeah, I'm, mm. I'm out of misspoke or yeah, mm. my accent may have betrayed me. But yeah, I went to university outside of Chicago or in right. Chicago. Okay, that's yeah. fair enough. No, yeah. no, they're just listeners. They don't matter. Oh, no, all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Billy Graham good. School, Wheaton College. Yeah, um, yeah Speaker Billy Graham the House, Dennis Haster. Well, yeah. how, come, how come you're not fill, filling the MCG of people? What's wrong <laughs> with you? Oh, Billy Graham had something, I think, that... Um, yeah, not very many people What's since that? have had. What's that? Oh, I think just drive and charisma and, and uh, a, certainty. A, certainty. Yeah. a certainty. A certainty, right? I mean, you can't be a millennial like me and have certainty. That just doesn't that just doesn't jive. But you're a, you're a Southern Baptist. I was a you're Southern Baptist. You're homeschooled. You should be certain. What do your parents think about this lap, lapse of faith? Oh, yeah, I don't know. We... We don't talk a lot about that anymore. Right. Yeah. It's the old story. No religion, no politics at the kitchen table when you come home. Right, yeah. right, oh, yeah. Oh, that's normal. That's normal. That's everywhere. Kids change. So what happened to the Scotland? Did you ever get to Scotland? No, I've never, still never been to the UK. Yeah. What happened? So, so, I, so I buckled down. I thought, you know, like, 
this place is where I'm meant to be, and there's still good work to be here, to be done here in Where's the U.S. In Connecticut. In Connecticut. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I was working in this town of, oh, I don't know, a few thousand people, um, and doing what? Uh, working, working as the uh, as a lay minister at the church again, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so, um, so does a lay minister lay minister get less money? I assume than a, a real <laughs> minister. Is that, is that the difference? Oh <laughs> man, no. Well, what? so, Come on, yeah. what's the difference? What's that, the difference? Tell me the difference. <laughs> Tell me the difference. What's the difference? The only the only big difference at my church was that. Um, you did the early morning mass, and the main minister. Oh, uh, no, no, in. no! I, I had to no. pay taxes on my housing, so the church still provided housing, but I had to pay taxes on it. Whereas oh, right. the clergy, you know, they would get housing, but they didn't have to pay taxes, taxes on it. On it. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. So, so it, was it was economic, basically. <laughs> yeah, so I could have like done one of those like online things, you know, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. saved a couple bucks, but but I didn't. Yeah, no. You know, I think you're just the man I need to talk to. Michael. <laughs> I'll tell you why. I've always had this. Um, now, this calling to be a religious leader, mm. but I've never been able to organize a hook because you need a hook to be a religious leader, you know, one with the Godhead, eternal salvation, 36 virgins. You need something, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't been able to find anything. You got any, any advice because you seem to be really, really good at this religious business. Oh man, well, the big thing now, right, is belongingness, belongingness, belongingness. yeah. So, right. there's a recent article, um, a big uh-huh. you know, research that came out of some Ivy League school. Um, and what they're finding is that people, when they feel like they belong to something, uh-huh. it increases their well-being drastically. Right. Right. So I could, um, I could I could set up an, a Nazi party here, a branch of the Nazi, yeah, the Gestapo, something like that. And yeah, belong and they as long feel, as you belong, better. right? Yeah, right. it doesn't matter who you hurt. It doesn't matter. Yeah, as yeah, long yeah. as you belong. As long as you belong. Yeah, it's a little bit like the army, isn't it? <sighs> Where you know. <laughs> You oh belong. man, yeah. There, I, we I went to go see. Um, oh, I don't know some movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was that uh, that original movie, um, Top End Wedding. You yeah, know, yeah, and yeah, then Before yeah, the yeah. movie started, you know, they have that advertisement for yeah, the the, the navy. It's not about killing people. It's yes. about belonging. Right, right, right. I mean, because at the end of the day, it's the person next to you got to trust, and that's what they. <laughs> everybody else is the enemy. That's it. So I assume you still believe. Yeah, yeah, more or less, yep. Right. And do you see uh, a future in um, the ministry for you? You know, I don't know. It's something, again, you know, you talked about calling. Mm. Uh, It's one of those things that I've been wrestling with for a long time. Um, Right now, no. No. Um, I think there's a lot of good work to be done, and I don't think I need a caller to do it. Right, right. And what do you mean by good work? Uh well, <laughs> where do I start? So, well, you know, you look around the world and you see all kinds of messed up things. And um, Oh, it's a great world. <laughs> What's messed up about it? All of that, all of that. No, I, mean, um, I don't mind, you know, you know, kind of strutting between homeless people on the streets here in Melbourne. What's the problem? Oh, man, right, right. You've got housing security, you have homelessness, you have racism, you yeah. have... Oh, genocide, um, mass shootings in the U.S., um, police shooting innocent black men, Mm. mass incarceration, um, oh man, the list just goes on, and, um... Do you think it's any different to what it's been through human history? I mean, I'm a little bit of a scholar. You know... And you look at human history, you look at the, what human beings do to human beings. You know, I remember an old man said to me, he said, Joe, he said, he said, uh, you know what rains? I said, no. He said, it rains because God is crying for humanity. That's what the rain is. God's tears for humanity because of the things we do to each other. 
as you said, 750 Rohingya Muslims, you know, pushed yeah. out of their homes, been there hundreds of years, bang, three or four days, six million Jews exterminated, a million gypsies, just goes on and on. I mean, uh, Rwanda's just, what, celebrated what's 25th anniversary of the uh, genocide there? Right, right. 800,000 people dead in a month, most of them killed with machetes and axes and... You can talk about the Armenian genocide. It goes on and on. Do you think... Do you right, think, right. The Indonesian think, genocide, think, Cambodian genocide, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, do you, think, do you think there is any hope for humanity? And now with the climate emergency kind of looking over our shoulders. You know, rationally, I don't know. Rationally, I have no idea, right? Um, you've got the climate emergency. You've got a mental health crisis. Oh. Um, but I think the one thing that my religion does give to me and my mm. faith does give to me is that there is hope and hope is action. Mm. And as long mm. as mm. you're breathing, as long as you're alive, you've got to work towards that hope that humans can turn mm. things around. Mm. Um, and you know, that was the whole message of Jesus, right? The kingdom of God is come, mm. not the kingdom of God will come or that you'll die and get to the kingdom of God, no. but we can mm. make things better here yeah. and we can make things better now. Well, I think, I think of Jesus as a deadbeat father. <laughs> You know, created the human race and then pissed off and said, oh, you, you've sorted out. <laughs> I haven't heard that one. That's good. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, he doesn't intervene or she doesn't intervene. They don't intervene, do they? Oh, it depends how you depends how you define intervene, right? I mean, I mean think look, all, like I wouldn't be here and I wouldn't have been doing – I wouldn't be doing the work I'm doing now and I wouldn't have done the right, work let's, I did. Let's, 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 get, let's get to that because the so, time's yeah, yeah. running out. Now, what are you doing in this country? Are you some type of – Refugee or something? Oh, pretty much, right. What happened? Escaped from the U.S. and Mr. Donald Trump and ended up in New Zealand for a few months. In New Zealand? over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was in New Zealand from... So I quit my job and Mm. then moved to New Zealand pretty much. Um, Yeah, so I was just waiting tables and trying to figure out what was next. Well, you've done Starbucks. You can wait tables anywhere around the world. Exactly, right, Uh, right, yeah. yeah, You're presentable, you're clean cut, you look good. uh, More or less, yeah. Yeah, you're healthy. So, yeah, so I get off the plane, right? And then um, my partner, who I moved to Melbourne to be with. Hang on, hang on. When did all this happen? Yeah, so when I was in New Zealand, I met my partner, current partner. Um, Yeah. In New Zealand? In New Zealand, that's right. She's not a New Zealander, is she? She is a Kiwi, yeah. Yeah. You poor gentleman. Oh, well, it's all right. It's okay. Look, we, there's a million of them here, but yeah, yeah. I think okay. I think she was on your radio show, Nadine Yeah, Rutter. she was. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. There's a million of them here. That's right, the trouble. Right. You never realise that. <laughs> but uh, one thing John Howard did, which was really good, I don't know if you remember John Howard. He, he kind of, yeah, 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 he kind of Tampa refugees, and he, he, mm. he was tough border protection. He actually relegated New Zealanders to second-rate citizens in Australia. They can't get Social Security benefits. It's a good thing. That, that's, that's the only good thing he did. All right. Now, so you got a partner. Yeah, so I get a partner. I fly to Melbourne, right? And then Hang I, on, hang on. How come you fly to Melbourne? Ah, uh, so, yeah, to, to try things out and What do you mean? See... You've been in New Zealand two months. You, you meet a, the love of your life and then you disappear. What's going on here? Yeah, yeah. So she, she moved to Melbourne. And oh, she yeah, moved yeah, to yeah, Melbourne. Yeah. So we, she originally had been meaning to move to South Korea to teach English. Uh-huh. And I'd intended to move back to the States and mm, go mm, to who mm, knows what. Um, so we but met, the pheromones yeah. intervened. Yeah, the pheromones intervened and we're like, all right, well, look, like, let's go somewhere that we mm-hmm. don't 
heat and uh, we ended up in Melbourne, you know. And well, a good, good choice, mate. Yeah, yeah choice, we're still yeah. very juiced a lot on that one. Um, yeah, yeah. But, oh, well, uh, <laughs> reasonable choice. There's, you can be a lay minister anywhere. Yeah, but yeah it's true. There's enough, true. there's enough. We can go in Northern Territory. There's a lot of people looking for, <laughs> for lay ministers. They can get a good job there and you don't have to pay tax on the housing either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's get back. So you moved to Melbourne. How long, how long have you been So, here? yeah, February, February oh, I don't know, 8th or 9th, I think. So I hop off excuse the plane. Me, excuse yeah. me, you've been here, what, three months? Yeah, yeah. Three months. And you're getting an interview on Radical Australia. What's going on here? Yeah, Who organised this? Who organised this? <laughs> you're just a bloody tourist. That's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, you come to Melbourne, all right? So, yeah, come I'll, to Melbourne. I'll ask you the same question. You, get all, you flew in, I assume. Yeah. You didn't row yeah. across, all right? Airport, what do you think when you came out of the airport? Came out of the airport, it's dark. Right. Um, you know... Don't see much. <laughs> there's no, there's no Christian fundamentalist family waiting no, to take no you No, no Christian in. fundamentalist waiting for me, you know. No, no. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. just, just Nadine. So, um, uh-huh. yeah, which is nice. Yeah, well, it is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, but then the very next morning, you know, I've got all my all my bags still because um, yeah. I stayed at this, you know, this Airbnb or whatever out by the airport. Yep. I got all my bags, um, everything I own pretty much. And yep. then Nadine's like, all right, so I know it's raining, but we're going to go to this protest outside. Excuse me, you just arrived and your dearly beloved tells you you're going to a protest in Melbourne. That's it, yeah. Are you sane? Yeah, yeah, no, no. You're not, not, sane. not sane, exactly. No, so no. What- that's so what it. happens? What type of protest? Yeah, so so it's this protest for West Papua, and at the Excuse time, me. Yeah. protest for West Papua, right? Yeah, and did, I, you, did you did you know what I, West Papua I had was? No idea what. Did Papua you think it was, was some type of hamburger or something? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we we go down to the Indonesian uh, consulate, I think it is, yeah. um, and it's raining. Yeah, and I have on all Queens my bags. Yeah, yeah, you got yeah. your bags. Yeah, right. right. I didn't think they didn't think you had bombs in your bags. No, I'd be no. A bit worried. no. Yeah, no. yeah. I don't. I, yeah. I, there are cops there. I was like, "Am I going to get arrested?" You know, like, <laughs> you got a one. backpack, I'm, right? Right. I'd be worried. Uh, yeah. So we so we get off and um, well, you, you kind of look like an Indonesian when I look about it, you know? Right. Yeah. 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 And maybe they thought you're an Indonesian spy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. They're everywhere. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, so I so first there, day yeah. in Melbourne, you had a protest. Yeah. West Papuan protest. Yeah. Down it was at Queen's Parade where the cons- consular offices. That's it. Uh-huh. And there were federal police, I assume state police, yeah, yeah. secret service, Indonesian secret police. I'm sure, yeah. And you've just flown in with Nadine. That's it. That's it. All right. So what did everybody, did everybody think you were a spy or something? No, I think, you know, they were just excited to have another body there. Someone threw, you know, shoved a sign into my hand and gave me some Did you read buttons the signs? And yeah, yeah. What did was, the sign say? Oh, I don't even remember. It was, Assume three was I think it was something about we are Melanesian or something. I'm oh, like, right, am, right. Am, am I allowed to hold this? You know, like I'm, I'm not Melanesian, you <laughs> no, know. No, but, no, uh, no. but you know the yeah, West yeah. Papuans, they kind of integrate with other. You know. <laughs> right, right, You've right. met more West Papuans now. Yeah, All right, yeah. so what did you learn about the West Papuan struggle? Oh, man. I've learned a lot in the past three months. Mm-hmm. Um, I've learned, I think most importantly, that they've been under Indonesian occupation since the 60s. And mm-hmm. there's an opportunity coming up um, this September to put them on the decolonization list, mm-hmm. uh, which will allow the UN and a third party come on and intervene mm-hmm. in that relationship. Um, and Nadine is spearheading that campaign um, to decolonize West Papua. Yeah, yeah. So basically, uh, we're asking the Australian government to support West Papua at the UN General Assembly this September. Um, so 2020 is uh, every 10 years the UN evaluates their the list um, of 
uh, occupied territories or colonized mm. territories, mm. right? Mm. Um, and all those countries that are on the decolonization list. Mm. And uh, what we're asking Australia to do is to support West Papua. But how are they, they going to do that? Uh, by asking their UN representative to but how? support. Is there a website or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, Australians can support this uh, by going to www.decolonizewestpapua.com. Is, that's with a bloody Z, isn't it? Americanized. Is that or S? You know, or S, both. Yeah, you yeah. can use both. You can yeah. use both because, you, you know, you set the up UN... this computer program, I, I, I see. I did set this yeah, up, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, I, got the, I bought the domain yeah, with a Z. I was, I was a bit right. concerned when I went to the, <laughs> to the Red Collective, dude, and they said decolonize with a Z. Well, that's what UN uses, you know. But then Nadine was like, well, you know, Oceana, we use the S. So we've yeah. got to do both. both. Uh, so, yeah, so decolonizewestpapua.com. You can read more about what's going on and then add your name to the petition to say, look, we want Australia to stand with West Papua. Have you got any up-to-date information of the refugees that are coming down from the mountains during the last um, um, conflict in the last few months up there in West Papua? You know, I don't I don't have no, a lot of that information. About, about no. 50, I think I understand about 50,000 refugees have now come down from the mountains wow. because of... Uh, the armed struggle that's occurring at the minute that it's settled down, but it's kind of flared up again. Um, well, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think obviously, obviously, all that religiosity has paid off. You know, it hasn't. And, and there's this phenomenon too going on in West Papua where they're finding spiritual healing mm. is a way to address that intergenerational trauma mm. that's been going on, right? So you've got mm. these kids. Um, who've been grown up with oppression. They've known nothing mm. but occupation. Mm. Um, and there's a group of people going around doing this spiritual healing. Mm. Um, and so that's what I'm primarily doing. I'm partnering with the University of Divinity um, mm. as one of their researchers and studying this phenomenon. Is this of, in, in Melbourne University? In Melbourne, yeah. You, right. So, yeah, oh, part yeah. of Melbourne University, University yeah, of Divinity. because you'll find, obviously, most West Papuans are basically part of a Protestant denomination. That's it, yep. Yeah. Very those missionaries they got everywhere. Yeah, they everywhere. went everywhere. Some people would say they should be shot, but that's a different story. They went everywhere. Have you got any plans for the future? So yeah, so there's this research project right now for West Papua mm, and the I mean, spiritual I mean, healing I mean, there, that, and that, 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 the real future. You know, you <laughs> plans for yourself. Do you plan to settle somewhere? Do you plan to go back to maybe? Houston and open up a church. What, what do you got any plans? No, so the next step is to learn Spanish. Sp- uh, not Portuguese. Not Portuguese. No, I've, yeah, I, I can do conversational Portuguese kind oh, of, but wow. the next step is to learn Spanish because um, you can't work in those social sectors without speaking Spanish. And so many. Um, is this in Houston you're talking about? Uh, and on the US, in the US. In the US. Right? Yeah. 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 Um, just you can't. Yeah. You have to know Spanish in order so to... So you, you will be going you know. back. It's, once, once you're deported... Oh, I imagine, yeah. yeah, yeah. I deported. mean, no one else is going to take me, you know? Let's be real. <laughs> well, I could, give you, I could give you a reference and then I'm sure <laughs> that you get a free trip back to uh, the US. <laughs> yeah, it's quite interesting because I had a, a patient who was a Chinese Christian fundamentalist mm. and her husband are both real fundamentalists. And they went off to the States to, um, where's what, what's Silicon Valley? What's, yeah, the, what's yeah. the city there? Uh, Silicon Valley, that's like outside the Bay Area, yeah, yeah. California. Yeah. And uh, they found a church, and it was quite interesting. That church, uh, they, for two years they lived there, and they were actually, that church would have every four weeks would have a different group of homeless men and women who would actually live in the church wow. overnight, about 38 people, and then they'd feed them in the morning and uh, send them off with a little lunch packet. And this is the type of practical work they were doing you know so uh, what type of practical work 
have you got uh, plans for for the future? Yeah, so I'm really into social enterprise, mm-hmm. um, and I think that if we can um, create programs to help the youth and mm-hmm. create programs to help the kids that are going through trauma um, mm-hmm. and going through, you know, who knows what in their home situations, um, if we can address that early and if we can get those kids on their feet, um, mm-hmm. we can divert them from the justice system, uh, yeah, the justice system, justice department. Um, that's where my interest primarily lies. Right. Um, so setting up some kind of organization, some kind of social enterprise, um, in the states, for adverse, in the states, in yeah, Texas, correct. most likely. Oh, probably the East Coast, probably East, East, Coast. East Coast. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah well, that's interesting. I'm. Uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you, Michael. It's been a great pleasure, believe it or not. Because no pleasure is mine, yeah. No, 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 no. You've actually put more of your soul out than I think you expected to have done in the interview. So you know, but uh, I have no problem with people of faith. I have a great respect for people of faith. The only problem I have is when. As you found out in Brazil, when people of faith try to uh, force you to uh, follow their uh, their drum, that's it. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. And I think uh, Christianity is evolving, and a lot of religions are evolving. And, that's uh, it too. And, yeah, uh, you, you don't send in the gunboat and kill all the natives and bring in the slaves to grow the cotton anymore. You do it more sophisticated. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, it's great. Look, look. I wish you, you and Nadine, all the best here in Australia. Thank you. It's a great opportunity. Make the most of it. Enjoy yourself. We don't have people machine guns on the streets. So it is a positive, and you'll be able to do things. And hopefully that research you're doing for the University of Divinity on spirituality and healing comes through because, as I know, 25% of all cures just happen spontaneously for no reason. So if there is God behind it, I want to know because I want to be saved. Thank you very much, Michael. Thank you, Mr. Michael Toy. Congratulations to your parents for their all their homeschooling work. They've produced a great human being, and that's what we need in this world. People who care, who uh, seek the truth and serve humanity. All the best. You were the base one time. You were high from life. Around you I built up and up You were the base one time And when I think about you It's only to wonder at the absence of you from my mind And when I think about you It's only to marvel at the one-dimensionality of memory I know we had good Ha <laughs> ha